Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Researching urban folklore, a University of Chicago student snoops around the housing projects of Cabrini Green to find more about the legend of the Candyman, who supposedly appears whenever one looks into the mirror and repeats his name five times, to slash his victims with a metal hook. Only after she witnesses the atrocities herself does she believe he exists. To her horror, he wants her to join him in her afterlife dimension. This unsettling feature is based on a short story by Clive Barker. Ooh. Well, welcome into a hashtag dork short. It's a short dork. My name is Rich Keefe. That voice you just heard is my wife. Katie Keefe making her hashtag dork debut after years and years of dork episodes. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Hey. Yeah, you seem very thrilled to be here. Um, I said we were doing horror movies. I said you can pick any single horror movie you want. And you said Candyman. Why'd you say Candyman? I love it. Okay. Let me ask you this. If you went, if I asked you to go into the nearest bathroom... We have two bathrooms. We're doing pretty well. If I said go to the nearest bathroom, go into the mirror and say Candyman five times, would you do it? Yes. Well, that's because you're bold. It's because you're bold and brazen. I wouldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. I'd be too scared to do it. Also, isn't Bloody Mary one of the things? It is? You can't nod on the podcast. Nobody can... I thought we already discussed that. What? Nodding? No, Bloody Mary. Yeah, that was off air, though. Yeah. This is now, this is now well, on air. I couldn't air. remember. All right, but so you introduced Candyman to me, right? Correct. Right? Yeah. That's, that's what you wanted to do? Yep. So tell me, when did you first see Candyman? So I probably saw Candyman shortly after it came out in 1992. I would have been... So you eight. were eight years old when you saw Candyman? Yes. <laughs> How do you think that impacted your childhood? 
I think I turned out quite fine. We were big horror movie fans of my family, and we would just sit around watching horror movies when any anytime family got together, whether it was Michael Myers, um, Friday the 13th, Candyman. Uh, we weren't really big fans of um, toy... What's the guy? Ch- Child's Play. Child's no, Play. I don't blame that you for that. That was when we watched Silence of the Lambs. We watched it my first communion. Oh, good. So I was excited when we first started dating and you were such a horror movie addict that you had never seen Candyman. I had never seen Candyman. And I love Candyman. Full disclosure, I think Candyman is one of the most underrated movies of all time. We will get into spoilers, but if you have not seen Candyman, highly recommend it. It came out in 1992 where sort of a soft spot for horror movies. There was all the slashers and things of the 80s. 90s was a really poor time until Scream came out in 96. For horror movies, but Candyman kind of gets lost in the shuffle, I think. You mentioned Michael Myers and Freddy and all those guys. How do you think the Candyman character stacks up to those types of... Because those guys, I feel like, are everywhere. Like, t-shirts, all kinds of nonsense. Candyman's not really at that level. Do you think he is as scary, scarier? I think the reason... I liked Candyman so much was because there was actual story to it. There was a whole background of who the Candyman was, how the Candyman got started. And I think with those other films, there's not as much backstory with why they're killing. In the Candyman, you kind of learn mm-hmm. that he um, he married a white girl. He was killed by her father. And then yeah, because he got her pregnant. He got her pregnant. Which they, was a no-no at the time. I, they cut it off his hand. Yes. He then got a hook, and that's mm-hmm. how he ended up killing everybody. And they... Covered him in honey, and the bees killed him. Do you think the movie Candyman would be scarier if you were allergic to bees? No. See, I think it would be. Because no. I see a lot of bees on the screen. I say, ooh, that's a lot of bees. Probably there's a lot of honey where that came from. But if I was allergic to bees, I would say, oh, boy, that's not going to work. Because there's a lot of bees. There's a very famous scene in this movie where Tony Todd, who plays the Candyman, is making out with Virginia Madsen. Just bees. Just all kinds of bees. Well, when he takes her at the end. Yeah, he does. He yeah. takes her, all right. What do you think about the part where they find the candy with the blades in it? Was that something you were scared of as a child? I was always, I, well, I was always um, aware of that. That was something that they warned you. Did your mom check your candy, you. or did you like to go trick-or-treating when you I were I did child? not really care for it. Yeah. I did not. I skipped one year just because I was scared of everything when I was little. And I also don't love candy. So you would not have seen this movie in 1992. I did not see that. I saw this movie in 2010 <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah, this was not uh, early on my list, but I'm glad I've seen it, and it is very good. I also like the urban legend aspect of it, because urban legend, as we know, is one of the great horror movies of, of our time. And this movie introduces a lot of that. In fact, urban legend stole a lot of stuff from this, like the whole, especially like the professor angle mm-hmm. and like them talking about all these different urban legends. But the Candyman urban legend is... Real. Like, it's a real one, right? Isn't it? Or did Clive Barker make this up? I don't know. Is any of it real? Really? What's the point of any of it? Yeah, I don't know. Is maybe what we should start start asking. But I did not find it as scary as an adult that I as I did when I was eight or nine years old. Yeah, that was a good question. So, the rewatch on it. So, uh, actually... I so, think I had seen it so many times. Yeah. I knew every part. So, it was kind of... I didn't. I knew what to expect. I knew the lines. So, it wasn't like I could be really scared by any of it. So, do you remember what you... Th- when we first watched it, whatever year that was, that was probably oh set. It was probably oh seven or eight. That was probably a long time ago when we first watched this together. Mm-hmm. Do you remember watching it then and thinking that it held up, or were you already like, "Oh, this is a little worse"? No, I think it. I think it still holds up. I yeah. just am not as 
scared by it. I don't know yeah. if I'm... I think things are too real nowadays, so I don't really find horror to be... You don't like horror movies? Not as much as I used no, to. No, I know. I try yeah. to separate the, the, the real life from the, from the movies. I did find that... Because we just watched it again. It is a bit of a slow burn. <laughs> you don't see Candyman really until about halfway through the movie. Which you I see guess, him in a flash when he tells yeah, you the see him quickly. babysitter in the beginning, beginning scene, which yeah. is also how many horror movies have a babysitter scene Most starting of them. off. So Most of them. Did that, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, I, I have always said the chicken. I think the chicken's the one laying the eggs. So Where did the chicken come from? Who's having sex with the hen? I don't know, but I wonder okay. if other films... Well, Halloween was before this, and Halloween okay. it was babysitters. Okay. Because, yeah. again, this is 92, so all of those, like, Friday the 13th was before I it. I can't believe it. Nightmare on Elm Street was before it. And so Clive Barker, who wrote the short story of this, whatever that one was called, was it The Forbidden or something? He was the guy in charge of Hellraiser. And, like, he's super famous for Pinhead and all, all that stuff, which isn't as good, but that came out 1987. So, but this is, it's got some gore to it. Like, there's some gross, there's some gross stuff in this. There's also some boobs. What did you think of that? It's okay. It's okay. It was fine. Virginia Madsen is in a ton of stuff. I would say that this is the most famous thing that she's in. Really? If somebody but said... She in, hey, exactly. But would you know that she was in Candyman? She's in... Yeah, I would think so. I think that's the, that's yeah. the thing that she's in. Like, oh, you know Virginia Madsen? Or as you might know, Michael Madsen's sister. Michael Madsen from... Reservoir Dog, nothing? Nothing. Drawing a blank? No clue. But Virginia Madsen's in a ton of crap, and this is the most famous thing that she's been in. This, she's the, the titular character. She becomes that, actually. So this is spoilers of, uh, for Candyman. What do you think of the old switcheroo, where now Virginia Madsen becomes the Candyman? Makes sense. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it made sense. I think she... That was like maybe one of the scariest parts, though, Can don't I you talk? think? I well, think I would she... love for you to talk. Was his original girl from the beginning, and then she was reincarnated. Do you believe in reincarnation? Yes, and I think that she was his love affair. His bow, and then she was reincarnated because he said, "Helen, it's always been you." Can you do a Candyman impression? No, Helen. Yeah, he's not Helen, as scary now. Helen. And the hook is disgusting. You and came there was back for me. A lot of the bathroom scenes, which I remember, were so gross. Like, yeah. you didn't know if it was blood or feces or what it was. It's just Oof. absolutely disgusting. His hook was disgusting. Could be bloody feces. Yeah. Right? We yeah. don't know. I'm not no, a doctor. I don't know. And neither are you. You know? Um, a couple courses. I do like candy. You do? What's your favorite candy? Ooh, uh, Warheads. Warheads are your favorite candy? Yeah. You learn something new about you every day. Well, candy is different than chocolate. So if we're talking no, chocolate no, candy. No, chocolate is like candies. hard candy. Chocolate candies. No. No, they don't so show. So when, when people go trick-or-treating, they mostly get non-candies in your mind? Like chocolate and candy. No, no, no. Yes. It's a sub-genre. You wouldn't even know because you never went trick-or-treating because you were scared of it. That's not entirely so true. I, I, really I, I told any, you. Yeah. I skipped once. I didn't feel like going that year. How about the time you couldn't eat? Your dinner because you were in a costume. I did eat the dinner. I just had a hard time eating spaghetti and meatballs after that because you said it, it was because hard to eat well it because trick or treaters showed up at the house and they had face paint on and I don't really go for that. I saw that and I said this isn't really for me. Well, what was your best Halloween costume you ever had? 
Sexy, well, one year sexy I thought, cop. This is kind of was funny. One Officer year, Naughty? We were never the type of children to get new costumes. There were a lot of hand-me-downs. Okay. So there were things like punk rockers and witches, clowns. Warlocks. But one year in third grade, I thought I was going to go as the devil. The devil? Satan himself. But it was actually a Spider-Man mask, and I didn't know. So you went to Spider-Man one year. With red sweatpants. So that's definitely your best. That's so like original. That's like old school Spider Man when he like didn't even have an outfit. He wore very embarrassing sweatsuit. That my my father probably knew that that was Spider Man, and I'm I sure thought he it was did. The devil and that that's actually your best costume. No, the one year I went as Marilyn Monroe. Oh, did you have to bend over in front of a grate? No, I think I was like in fourth grade. Well, it's illegal. It's not illegal. It just would have been poor taste. Yeah. So. I don't remember any other costumes. I, of course, one year went as Randall Cunningham, great Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. Raleigh Fingers. Raleigh you? Fingers was a very successful one. I was the only one that could bob for apples that year, if you recall that. You were bobbing for beers, not apples. Bobbing for beers. But there was in... apples in the beers. Yeah, but you came out with a beer. And then that was when our friend decided to pour half beer, half like warm water, because she didn't want to waste all the beer. But I'm like, this tastes horrible, because you watered down all of the beer. We haven't dressed up as anything in forever. No, we're too old. What are we doing this year? Well, Cece's going as avocado. She's going so as avocado. So I thought avocado. maybe you could go as toast. Like avocado what? toast. I feel like Tom Brady did that last year. Oh, really? Yeah, Tom Brady and Giselle went as avocado and toast, the two oh. of them. Oh. I know. Or we could do like cilantro and tomato and be so we're just, we has guacamole. To be, it has to be food? Well, she's an avocado. Oh, so. she is? I'll be so. a slice of lime. Because you can always use a slice of lime. With avocado? I am a fiend for mojitos. Yeah, but not what if we went as ingredients to mojitos? Our daughter is already an avocado. Well, you can be club soda. No. I, of course, will be a light rum. No, we can be cilantro and jalapeno or something like that. So we can go as guacamole. I, are we going anywhere? Or just Maybe. when people come to the house, we're dressed up Maybe. as like a ready to go guacamole. To the sharkies. Oh, that's true. And they all dress up, I assume. Yep. I'm going to have to think about it. I might have all the Raleigh Finger stuff somewhere up there. All right, more on Candyman. Let's let's go back to Candyman. This is why people are tuning in for Candyman. Okay, so there was a, I think there's a plot hole in Candyman. Ooh, I'm all yours. And I think this happens in a lot of horror movies, but I don't really understand the part where she, she's living in a kind of high rise condo that she discovers was once a project, and that they had just like put made it nice. They put stuck on the walls right. and they covered it up. So that was how she would learn how the killer got through. Through the mirrors. I don't understand how that was prevalent in anything. And and why... Because then she then goes to Cabrini Green. It's the same setup. But it's just... Yeah, why, she's like, I know where the bathroom is. Yeah. It's over here. Because this is the exact same setup that I have. And that's where the girl got murdered in the bathtub. Well, because that's, that's the question, too. Is like... With Candyman, they try to make most... They try to make so much of it real. But then also, like, folklore. Mm-hmm. And so they try to explain it away. Like, oh, he climbed through, like, the mirror. It's like... But he or didn't just, he, a, just appear. Yeah. Didn't he just pop up behind you? Yeah. So it's like they're kind of taking, like, so if, like, Freddy Krueger's in your dreams, Michael Myers is, like, in real life, and it's like they're almost trying to combine the two in a way. And there's, yeah, there's and, a lot. And there's a lot of talk about having to believe in it for it to happen. Mm. And so the reason why he was committing all these crimes was because he was saying his following is, his. I know he kept calling it something. It wasn't a following. Yeah. But that they weren't believing anymore, and that's why he had to kill her and kill innocent blood shed innocent blood but i don't understand like he was a good person up until they murdered him right and, and now he's got revenge on everybody everybody and so people who call his name he kills and then people who like are just around don't believe him in him he yeah, yeah. 
But also there's the scene where uh, Helen is in like the nut house and Candyman comes to her and they have it on surveillance. But no and, one else can see. Right. So she can see him. So then you're like, well, how much of it is in her mind? But clearly not all of it. Because I thought what would have been cool is if everybody that she killed prior to turning into like Candy Woman, if mm-hmm. you will, was actually her. But she was like, she in her mind made up Candyman. Wouldn't that make more sense? Like she goes so obsessed with like. The folklore. The, yes. She heard about that. And then she killed like her friend and she killed everybody. Her husband. Well, fucking Trevor at the end. I didn't really like Trevor. He was a dog. There was not a lot to like there. He clearly had something going on with one of his students, mm-hmm. which is probably illegal or at least should be investigated. Mm-hmm. And then he was quick to get a, a new lady and then have the house painted. Pink. We talked about this on the air the other day with um, Andy Hart was in. If something, God forbid, happened to you, would you want me to move on with somebody else? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I had a feeling you would say that. Because Andy Hart says, for, he said no, for sure, if like if he, mm-hmm. something happened to him. And he's like... It would depend. I I mean, we're, we're kind of young, so I wouldn't want you to have to... You can't really do a what lot if of I things was like, by yourself. So what you if we were be... both like 90? And then I'm like, but I'm still around. And I'm still got a little lead in my pencil. And I I don't know how much how many more years I got left. You'd want me to just to mourn you? No. Okay. I no, so wouldn't, you, so wouldn't you, care, I'd be dead. You just said you would care. Now I would care. If I was 90, I wouldn't care. Shouldn't it be the opposite? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really thought much about it. Well, I'm good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. I think some people would say they wouldn't care, but in reality, they would. Most people would care. Because then, like, what if you can see me? Wouldn't that be scary? Like, if you can look down and see me, and if I happened to move on, I wouldn't, obviously. But if I did, you would see everything. Does that... And I'd come back and kill you. I know, like Candy Woman. Yeah. (laughs) With a hook. Did you see any of the Candyman sequels? I think I did, but I don't remember. And I feel like we watched the second one, and I don't remember it now. I know. I think it's, like, on demand. I was thinking about checking it out. Um, Because I think Virginia Madison's in it. And then, apparently, Jordan Peele is going to reboot it. So next year, there's going to be another Candyman movie. Well, if it's as good as his last one that we saw in the theater, it was absolute trash, then I will not watch it. Us Us was horrible. Talk about plot holes. You didn't even, like, get out, did you? Or did I you? didn't. I didn't think it was as good as everyone else yeah, thought it yeah, was, yeah. but I watched it way later than everyone else. So, but apparently Tony Todd is going to be back as Candyman. He's been kind of typecast. Really? I feel like that's all he plays is Candyman. He's not in a whole lot of. Where things. did you hear this? Internet.com oh, wow. had it. World Wide Web's. Yeah, they had Bing. most. <laughs> I banged Bing it. it. I said get Candyman. Uh, here's here's some of the news and notes on Candyman. Uh, number seventy five on Bravo's one hundred scariest movie moments. Which, that actually is a really good special, which they never re-air anymore. And you wouldn't think Bravo would have it. Your favorite channel of all time. They did a 100 Scariest Movie Moments. And they interviewed, like, all these great directors, all these great actors. And so Candyman coming in at 75. I I would put that kind of low. I think it should be higher than that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not the greatest horror movie of all time, by any stretch. Would it be in your top 10? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think because it was one of those ones that I've always remembered and I thought was really scary. And I probably watched so young that it, I, I think I just like a, 
a story, and this one had it. Although yeah. I thought the nun had a story, and you didn't. <laughs> no, so. the, the nun did. Why don't you tell us what the nun's story was? I can't remember yeah, okay. now, but. I didn't think so. The character Candyman also came in at number eight on Bloody Disgusting's top 13 slashers in horror movie history. I'm going to throw out a horror villain, and you have to tell me if Candyman is scarier or less scary than this character. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. Freddy Krueger. That's tough. Scarier. Freddy is? No. Oh, Candyman is scarier. Yeah. Michael Myers. No. Michael Myers is scary. Yeah. Uh, Jason Voorhees. Just say the character because I, I, I worded Candy it very Man. poorly. So <laughs> thank you. Um, let's see. Norman Bates from Psycho. Candyman. All right. The Leprechaun from, not, hold on, from Leprechaun back to Da Hood. Candyman. S- specifically that one. Um, I think I'm going to always say the Candyman, except it's Michael Myers. What about Buffalo Bill? Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. See, you're, you're, what's the word, leading me on this one, because I don't consider Silence of the Lambs an actual horror film. Ugh. I don't, it's a thriller. It, it is, is a thriller. But it's, it has, it's not a horror movie. It is a horror movie, because it's two of the greatest horror villains of all time. Hannibal Lecter is a horror villain, I and so is so. Buffalo Bill. I don't think so. So it's just a thriller? Yeah. So you can only compare it to other thrillers? With? Like Michael Jackson's video? It's like a video. I know we don't, we don't talk about him scary. anymore. That was scary. It was also way too long. No, it wasn't. But yeah, I don't consider Silence of the Lambs a horror movie. All right, so which horror villains? Let's just cut cut out all the minutia. Mm-hmm. Which horror villains are scarier than Candyman? The Nun. <laughs> Michael Myers. I don't think you believe that the Nun. I do. I, this is what happened. Here's the here's what happened, listener. Amityville and Horror is pro- actually really good too. The original, and I like. Is it Ouija board or witchcraft with Tony uh, Katane? Witchcraft with Tony Katane. Who, I also by the way, introduce you to witchcraft with Tony And Katane. our marriage was almost ruined because I almost slept with Tony Katane at one of the Comic Cons. In her wheelchair? She got wheeled out. Yeah, that would have been something to well, see. Well, Davey was going to play interference <laughs> and I was going to take her back to her room. Why? Didn't happen. Okay. Well, just so I could say, remember the girl from White Snake video, but that never happened. Or witchcraft. So this is what happened, and I think a lot of listeners can relate to this. Maybe you were. Uh, you had to go to a movie because your wife wanted to go to the movie, and then your wife says this movie was really good, even though she knows that it wasn't very good, but it was because that she invited you to go to said movie. That's what happened when we went to The Nun. I said, The Nun's not going to be very good. You said, yes, it is. So you went in saying it was going to be good, and then we saw it, and you're like, oh, it was great. I really liked it. No, you didn't. I really did. I was scared. I think I liked it because I liked the religious spookiness of it all. There's a religious spookiness. The Christ and the Christ. devil and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. That's There's true. some realness to that. Yep, so. that is true. Again, I like a story, and I think the nun had a story. You're like Davey. Re- can't you like a story. Is, but He didn't like Jurassic World because there's no story. Well, he hates sweet dino action. He does. Yeah. Now, you have a bone to pick with Davey, and this might be the best place to say it. Which one is it? Basically, everything he recommended for like a year straight, you hated everything. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he can... But yeah. I agree with him on something on Twitter, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> one thing on Twitter. Oh, I think it was a Bill Hader thing. Yeah, I do everybody, love Bill Hader. everybody likes Bill Hader. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like the movie with the lady on the ceiling. Oh, Hereditary. Terrible. Yeah, it wasn't Trash. good. Keep Quiet or whatever that one was. I hated that. 
Quiet time. Quiet place. Quiet place. Keep quiet. That would have been a better title. Talk about plot holes. You're telling me that if you think that the world's ending, you're going to procreate and have yeah. more kids? Well, I don't think so. Sometimes you just got to do it. I don't think so. Well, no, I also hated that With movie. With a crying baby, like, it's just not happening. We're in the minority because people love that movie and it's getting a sequel, which not we will not see. see. No, we're no. not. Not for us, it isn't. Not, not for us. $10. No, you're not. And popcorn. Over my dead body. So, What's the next movie we're going to see? Oh, we're going to go see Joker, right? We, Joker, as we're recording this now, we haven't seen Joker yet. Downton Abbey and Judy. Judy? Oh, the Judy Garland movie? Yeah. Do you I, want to see Zombieland 2 Double Tap? Never heard of it. Do you want to see Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker? I've never seen Star Wars before, so I would not want to see that one. You t- I think that's the one you tried to You know what they say is that opposites attract. People have said was that. Was that what you made me watch that one time with the robots and the dirt? They were droids. Yeah, it was terrible. And the dirt? Months. They were, it was it's like sand. in a desert or something. Well, it was Tatooine. It's a sandy air. It's like a plant. A, Tatooine? Yeah, it's a dry heat. It gets in their gears. Is that surreal? Yeah, it's a, there's a whole universe. Of, people love Star Wars. <sighs> what are you watching on TV right now? We are watching what are Righteous, you wa- Righteous Gemstones. That is really good. Really good. I'm surprised you like that as much as you do. Well, there's a lot. You (laughs) You surprised me. Yeah, you really Uh, surprised me. I like Baby Billy. Baby Billy is my favorite favorite character. I love the daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. I like all. I like John Goodman. Goodman's great and everything. Um, I watch a lot of Housewives. Yeah. Yep. We could Um, maybe do like the Housewives. Ninety Day Fiance. That show is (laughs) so bad. That's hard to watch. I think because. I just needed an escape, so it's hard for me yeah. sometimes to get into real... Like, I had to stop watching Handmaid's Tale two years ago because it was so intense. It was too much. But 90 Day Fiance, so this is what... Is it the Learn, TLC? What channel is it on? It's on TLC. It's insane. And it there's like a million couples. Oh, yeah. Because every time I feel like you have and it on, have it's somebody seasons, else. a million seasons. And I got into it from listening to another podcast and hearing about it. And so I would just jump in. And you really can just jump in. And you learn about these people that... They're either going over to the country to meet their their bride or groom, and they have ninety days, or they're trying to bring them back. And oh, it's awful! All of it's awful. It's insane. The age differences and just all sorts of like the size difference for yeah. some of them. Like it's just so bad. And then some of them, it's like their second one. Ugh. And the one consistent thing on the show is that whoever the American is, whether it's the woman or the man, their family is so upset that this person's in their lives. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that goes through. Yeah, so you watch a lot of good... And then you have the gall to make fun of the shows that I watch. I don't make fun of any shows you watch. Is that right? I don't make fun of them. I don't want to watch them. But I, I don't make I feel fun like you made fun of me one time. And I, I'm still feeling sad. I think it might have been NXT Wrestling. You made a comment. No, it's the other wrestling where they're not really doing anything. Well, you got to set it up. Guess, there's like... But I appreciate it for the story and for the, escape, is... the escapism that it, it provides. Is, there is escapism. But... Just like this podcast for so many millions. Millions. Well, we're on our way. Yeah. If you add up all the episodes and then you multiply those episodes by more episodes. I think this was a success. Did you enjoy your time on the podcast? Yeah, but I feel like we really didn't talk about Candyman. All right, let's talk about the five best moments of Candyman. Moment number one, B makeout scene. No, 
I liked okay. the opening shot under it's the aerial shot oh, of the city. Like, yeah. And you hear the haunting music. That's really cool. That's I think a good the, mu- setup. the music in this movie is really good. It's very haunting. It's mm-hmm. very chilling. Mm-hmm. I liked that one. Um, Virginia Madsen's nipples in the tub. For me, we can have separate lists. Um, if you want to have a separate list, I like when they're interviewing who they think is the Candyman, and they're in the lineup, and they have to say, "I'm the Candyman, bitch." That's always <laughs> stuck with me. I think that's great. Um, that's a good one. What else? There's some... I, you know what I didn't like is when the dog died. No, that's my least favorite part. Um, the part where she's coming out of the fire with the baby, and her head's all burned off. Very. They actually Game of Thrones stole that when yeah, Khaleesi and the dragons. Yeah. They... She saved the baby. Yeah. Um, that's like three, four with the nipples. I think the reveal of her at the and very end of the movie when Trevor is just saying Helen, like unbeknownst to him, mm-hmm. he says it five times, then all of a sudden she pops up and she's got like the, the burnt, burnt, head. burnt head and everything. Like, that's pretty good. And you're like, all right, here we go. Now, now we got something. Yep. Oh, that was good. There you go. Good movie. How many, uh, out of six Infinity Stones, what would you give Candyman? A four and a half. Okay. Yeah, I would, go, I would go four and a half. It is it definitely not as good. Like when I, before we started watching it tonight, I probably would have said it was a top ten, definitely top twenty, maybe top ten horror movie. Yeah, top twenty horror movie. I would have said. You watch it again, it's like eh, kind of a slow burn. And then like horror movies are when you watch them over and over again, like it does take some of the scares away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so I would have it lower on my list though, but still very very good. And, yeah, I think and it's worth up there with yeah. the Shining and yeah, Conjuring Scream. and The Ring. Oh, The Ring's Scream. terrifying. The Ring is terrifying. All right, so this is this has been good, and we're gonna have a whole bunch of these uh, all Dorktober long. We're gonna be bringing in some different people to talk about their favorite horror movie or an influential horror movie. I'd say this was influential. It was influential. You watched it when you were eight. Yep. For God's eight or sakes. ten. I mean, it was probably when it came out on VHS. And yep. We got it got at Wegmans, tape. and we were kind, and we rewind. <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't want to get charged the seventy-five cents on the way back. No. That's the last thing you need. No. Um. All right. That'll do it. Thank you very much, Katie. This was very painless, wasn't it? Did you have a good time on the podcast? Did you like doing the podcast? I don't know. How many, Paul, just rough guess, how many episodes of the podcast have you listened to? Five. 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 This was episode, I think, 205, but that's fine. That's all right. We, that's okay. Uh, We support each other. Yes, we do. We always do. You can uh, follow us at Dork Podcast on Twitter. You can subscribe on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. It's Dorktober all month long. Plenty of spooky madness. Of Uncle Buck. Huh? Yes, it's hashtag Dorktober 4, the return of Uncle Buck. <laughs>